0: Hey guys, welcome to the Audio Creator School, the soundcast about creating and selling audio products. In this soundcast, you will hear from successful audio creators of different genres who will share knowledge about how to grow your business with audio content. And today we have with us Fahed Taslim, who is the creator of the Quantum Chronicles. Hey Fahed, welcome. Hey, how are you? Good, good, good. So can you tell us uh, a little bit about yourself and about uh, Quantum Chronicles?
1: Sure. Um, so let's see. Where do I start? So with myself, um, I'm, I'm married. I have uh, five beautiful children. Um, and, uh, what else? And, and, and I do a lot of work with something called the Quantum Chronicles, uh, which just as a brief introduction, it's an audio series. Uh, that I put together you know uh, many moons ago uh, to help out my kids understand more about history, Islamic history, um, but I wanted to do it in a format that was more superhero based, and so we put mm. these together, and so the Quantum Chronicles is all about this fictional character who travels back in time, visits historical figures and certain uh, epochs in time, um, and then tells that story so that's the quantum chronicles. And I, I run the quantum chronicles and I'm also the, the lead voice actor for the main character.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you basically, you do everything from idea generation to, you know, performance, yeah. uh, and probably yep. some editing yourself.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm not the only voice actor, uh, because we, you know, we have other characters and things like that. So, and I have outsourced, um, I mean, in the beginning, obviously I did everything and like any any business owner knows you're, you're always going to do everything. So you're the one that wears the multiple hats. You're the marketer, you're the accountant, you're the, (laughs) you're the, uh, you're the person that does everything. Um, but as you know, the business has, has, has grown, um, it's, uh, you know, I've been able to outsource certain things. So for instance, like the editing of the episodes, um, you know, before it used to be something that was very time consuming. I mean, you'd have a 20 minute episode, which would be, I don't know, like six to eight hours of editing, for uh, for so 20 means, minutes. Yeah. For 20 minutes, or let's say 30 minutes at best. Right. So, cause the episodes are generally between 20 and 30 minutes. Um, so,
0: so just yeah, for people ahead. listening, uh, because I, <laughs> because some people may be surprised about this, uh, yeah. just, just, I just want people to know that your stories are not just, uh, like a normal podcast, like two people conversation, like we were no. we were doing now. So, no. like to edit the kind of conversation we are having now is quite easy, right? It doesn't take yeah. a lot of. It doesn't definitely doesn't take six to eight hours to edit yeah. twenty minutes. <laughs> but but can you tell us, like, what what's the uh, describe to us uh, the, the the kind of the uh, nature of the story. so or the production effort? Why does it take so much?
1: Okay, so um. I guess I just start from the beginning. So first is let's say we pick a certain historical figure, right? Whatever that may be. So um, you know, uh, you know, we we pick let's say uh, Salahuddin al-Ayyubi. He's a, a figure within Islamic history, and um, you know, so there's a certain time period that we need for research. So we research that a you know, historical figure, you know, uh, have all the background, and then after we have the research and we have a narrative, a, a storyline, like a storyboard. Then we want to add the character of Zaid, who's the fictional character who travels back in time, and so we start to interweave both of these stories. So that's kind of the first part before you even get to the to the recording.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, let's say you get you take care of that part, which again that's very time consuming. But once you have that, you script it out, so you've got a script, um, and then you record it. So uh, you know, typically people say, okay, well you've got a script, uh, you're going to record it, and then you're just going to have a couple of edits here and there. And boom, you're good to go. Right. And I naively thought that in the beginning, I thought, well, half an hour for, for a recording, ah, editing may take what 45 minutes. I should be good. Um, and, and typically that would, you know, maybe you could, you could, you could do that in, like you said, an interview style, you know, a podcast. However, because this was a, a story and we wanted it to be something that, The, the listener is, is, is fully in tuned and they're, and, and they're on this journey as if they were Zayd himself, like as if they were the character. So now you start thinking about, okay, let's add some sound effects. Um, so that's going to take a little bit of time to figure out, okay, where do you want to add the sound effects? Uh, searching for the sound effects, uh, copyright licenses, Mm -hmm. all of these other things. Like, can we get, you know, uh, copyright free sound effects? Um, so you, you, you listen to the episode again. You look at, okay, here's where we'll put in sound effects. You, you search for the sound effects. Then you start adding the sound effects. So that's one layer. That's going to take, you know, a few hours at least, right? Just, just for the sound effects. Then you start just, thinking just about. Just to
0: actually design the production, basically.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, now that's not in addition to some of the, um, some of the, the, the music that you're going to put in. So one of the limitations that, that I have. Um, because I'm coming from a, a conservative Muslim background is that we don't, uh, you know, I, I don't hold, uh, the opinion that you can use straight up music with all sorts of instruments. So I'm limited to the human voice and drums. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a greater challenge in the sense that I have to find music that's limited to the human voice, which is pretty much a cappella or something that just has drums in the background. Uh, so then you start adding that element and that layer into the story itself. Um, and that's not to say that then there's an intro that's recorded, mm-hmm. um, and, 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 an outro that's then recorded. Uh, so yeah, I think that's, and that's, uh, and again, that that's one voice. And then you have the script that you send to other actors mm-hmm. and then you incorporate their voices into the script. And so all of that editing is, is where you get the six to eight hours.
0: So, uh, initially you were doing all of this yourself.
1: Yeah, initially I was doing it all myself. <laughs> <laughs> and at,
0: at, at what point uh, did you? At what point of the business, I would say, yeah. uh, did you feel like okay, this is time to actually take production to the next level?
1: So one of the things that that happened with like way in the beginning is that we we offered this as a like a pre-sale, right? Because what we want to do was be able to fund the business itself, so that eventually yes. we can, you know produce more episodes and pay people to do the things that I was doing. Yes. Uh, and again, naively, I thought in the beginning, half an hour episode, 45 minutes, I'm good to go, right? Maybe an hour at best. Um, so, you know, basically because we had that pre-funding, one of the motivations was how do we move to me doing all the work to someone else doing all the work was sometimes episodes weren't being delivered on time. Yeah. And obviously that has ramifications on customer satisfaction um you know uh you know reviews and things like that and at a certain point where i was getting burned out you know having to do everything i said i have to basically you know find some way to have someone else do this so we started looking for editors uh voice actors because initially when i was doing all the voices which was mm-hmm. another uh, another interesting endeavor i was doing all the voices and then i would edit the voices in the software we used to change the voice.
0: What what did you what, what software did you use?
1: So I was using Audacity. It's free, okay, right? right? So this is now you're talking uh bare bones, you know, bootstrapped, <laughs> you know, just anything is just at the lowest possible cost you can get, you know. Yes. Um so so at a certain point when when I wasn't able to to meet some of those deadlines, it almost became a necessity for me to outsource, you know, uh voice acting, editing, etc. So I I would say maybe, let's say, um, maybe a year and a half into it was where it really, we really started just outsourcing a lot of the stuff.
0: Okay. There, there is so many interesting, uh, points here that I, I want to hear all of it, but let me just pick one, uh, question for now. So can you tell us? So uh, was your current setup? Okay. Uh, because you, you initially, if I understand correctly, you had a one season that you of uh, of a year was the prophet that was your yep. original that the the first uh, story yep. series right yep. yep and then you had uh, several follow up seasons that was like five seasons in total yep and then you have other uh other series also so yep. like right now how are you doing this production process can you walk us through like uh like for example um. I, I see that last year you had this new series called the best generation. Yeah. So can you walk, walk us through like from how, where does this idea come from and how did how did you like flush it out and how, you know, how did, how did the production happen?
1: Sure. So, you know, I'm going to be really honest. <laughs> I'm going to bear my soul. So with the best generation, I wish I could tell you it was some amazing creative process. You know, I went up to the hills and I was just in awe. <laughs> I was inspired. Yeah. To be really honest, it was way more superficial. It was just, wow, we're in the middle of a pandemic. And, um, you know, I'm kind of seeing what my kids are feeling being in a pandemic. Wouldn't it be really cool to have Zayd, the character, also be in a pandemic? And have because there's another character named Doctor Rashid who's the one that built his time machine. Have him uh, be someone who's trying to find. This is before we had the, the vaccine, right? So mm-hmm. have him be someone who's trying to find the vaccine. Um, and by so that's basically
0: by going back back in time,
1: <laughs> right? And so there's something that I read in this book called um, I think it was How Not to Die anyway it's 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 an interesting book but the author spoke about something called chronobiology which is the time of day that you eat food affects like your weight gain you know mm-hmm. and there's studies that are done in it so i thought you know that'd be cool if there was like a historical chronobiology <laughs> that he has to travel back in time and collect these elements uh, but it has to be in that particular time period because otherwise they won't work in order to get that vaccine and And so, um, so we, we, you know, that was the background of the story.
0: That was the premise. That was the the premise.
1: That was the (laughs) premise of the story. And so, and then we, we, we picked out, um, 15 of the companions of the prophet Muhammad, uh, peace be upon him. And so, uh, we used their stories and we just integrated it and that's how it came about. You know, we, we, we told the stories and then we, you know, we kind of, we we made the story as we went along. <laughs> I know that's really bad, but, you know, Um but that was it. And it was really just personal experience. Like what are kids experiencing right now? um, And to be very real with that, right? Because my kids were stuck at home. Uh, You know, I was stuck at home and I'm sure there was frustration. And so I wanted to capture a lot of that uh, while we were in that situation. Because I knew it's not, you know, it's not going to last forever. People eventually will go, get back out to work and all of these things. Uh, so that was the story behind the best generation, but usually when it comes to a story, it has something to do with my personal experience. Like I said, it's not, you know, I really wish it was something more, uh, more romantic where I could say, you know, I, I, I take inspiration from, you know, nature or something like that. But in reality, it's just what's going on in my life. Uh, you know, you know, to what level my kids driving me crazy, (laughs) <laughs> and how do I decrease that craziness to the point where I can tell a story about it? So
0: you know, I think that's that's one of the best ways to get ideas is actually you know because you're you're you, you're essentially fictionalize your uh, your human journey, your yeah. human your own like a uh, human narrative.
1: Pretty and, much, pretty and, much,
0: and that is uh, you know uh, most of us uh, we think our. Our own struggles are pretty unique, and our frustrations are unique, but actually, if you're struggling with something, probably a lot of other parents and kids they're doing the same too yeah <laughs> and th-
1: yeah no exactly and that that's what I found out with our very first series a year with the prophet peace be upon him and and um and that was what I think what what attracts people to the story itself is that it's not just narrating history in a vacuum but it's it's narrating history from the a from the point of view of a young person, um, and then B with a with, with a framework of modernity, in the fact that the, the fact that we're living in the modern world. Mm-hmm. How do those historical figures like what can they tell us about our life today? You know, and especially if you're a young person growing up in the society we're growing up in. So, I think that's you know I think you're right about that. You know that that personal experience is is sometimes a really good catalyst to to, to have some great storytelling
0: so so go back to the uh the best generation which is the uh, series that you created last year yeah uh which is this a, a story about the pandemic
1: yeah yeah
0: and you so so you had the idea and yeah. you came up with uh do you have like a plan or a design of how many how many uh installments this is going to be or sure. did you just um, go with the flow
1: So here's the thing. Um, again, you know, the plan was, was because we were, um, in the, the month of fasting, the month of Ramadan. So we fast for the entire month. Um, the plan was, was that I wanted to keep people engaged during this month because typically in this month, you go out at night and you go to the mosque and you pray and for long periods. And there's, it's very celebratory, you know, and it's a very spiritual month. Um, I wanted to have enough episodes to get, people through the month, basically. So we, you know, we figured, okay, 15 episodes is a good sweet spot, you know, you're looking at, you know, within four weeks, you've got an episode every few days, Mm -hmm. I think that that's, that's great, you know. Um, So that's really how we came up with with in terms of the number of episodes, in terms of the entire story. So I have a whiteboard in my room. And I do a lot of work on that. Uh, And so basically, I, I chalk out, like, where are we starting? Where are we ending? Uh, which companions we want to cover? Uh, what are the key elements of each companion about the time period they're living in? And what sort of lessons can we take from each one? Right? So, in one, it may be like, okay, telling the truth. And that's where we want to focus on, you know, what, why, why it's important to be honest. And so, this companion, you know, when he was faced with a certain, uh, predicament, his honesty paid off, you know? Um, another companion might be, okay, well, this person was very charitable. Uh, and again, the the month of Ramadan is, is one of charity. So we want to encourage, you know, young people to really be thinking about people that are less fortunate and charity. So this companion, this story is perfect for that topic. And so we just kind of fit in 15 of those slots, 15 companions that had those lessons we wanted people to take home in the overarching story. So you've got the, the main story, which is Zayd traveling back in time. Uh, and so we're fitting all of that into, you know, where is he going? What part of the world is he going? So for instance, you know, if he's going to, let's say, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, you know, 8th century Iraq, right? <laughs> like what is, what would that be like? You know, and, and what, what, what is, what, what is the landscape that he's looking at? And then what is the element that he's going to need from there? And so all of those things we just kind of factor in companion by companion, uh, the time period we want to, we want him to go to. And then how does that, how does that all factor in the overarching story? So.
0: And then, and then once you have that structure, that outline, what's the next step?
1: So then once we have the structure and the outline, we start the scripting process directly. Uh, we were up on a time crunch with the best, the best generation. So, uh, so we just started scripting. And so first episode scripted all of that out, uh, you know, and, and, you know, scripting is, is an interesting exercise because you have things in your mind where you think, you know, this is how the story will go. But then when you script it out, you realize, okay, well, maybe that's not how, you know, that's really not going to sound the way I wanted it to sound. So the next process is just scripting out the episodes. Um, and what and I do are is. You,
0: are you the only person doing it? Or, or do you. So I, other people? for
1: the best generation, I did all the scripting myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Salahuddin series and the series on Mary, the mother of Jesus, we had um, another another person, another writer do that for us. Um, but for the best generation, it was just, it came to me as an idea. So I was like, you know, let's, let's do it. <laughs> mm. um, so, so, so yeah, so typically you'd think maybe I'd script out all 15 of them. That's not how it works. What I did is I scripted out the first one, recorded it, and then see how it sounded. Like, is this gonna, is this gonna be appealing? Is it not gonna be appealing? i like, what, what can I change? So that as I move forward in, in, in scripting, I know what to look for, you know? Right. Um, and so from, you know, so I script, record, script, record, script, record all the way through. Uh, and then we start go back to, you know, s- step one and then we're editing in the process. So,
0: so are you the only, uh, I assume there are other voice actors in this yeah. or are you the, okay. Nope, so, there are other voice actors, yep. so you're basically when you're scripting, you're also, uh, allocating work to other voice actors.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely.
0: And w- where do you find these voice actors, by the way?
1: Uh so let me be brutally honest again. Uh, Fiverr.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's also you know uh, hey uh, that that's that's been a useful solution for a lot of small businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, so so
1: I'll, I'll tell you, I had. Um, so what I initially that I try to do is I try to get family members to give it a shot. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> because, yeah, because they're not voice actors, and people think. Oh, yeah, I can read a script, you know, and then you have someone that's got the paper in front of them. Um, Hello, Zaid. How are you today? I am doing well. And you're just totally like, oh, my gosh. And so, you know, I think the, the benefit of, you know, Fiverr is that you're able to find people who understand what voice acting is, that it's not just reading a script. You know? Yeah.
0: I mean, it's a good middle ground. It's not like, uh, the, uh you know, the price tag is not like uh out of bound for small yeah. businesses. Yeah. But and, it's, and, uh, and, and
1: especially because, you know, I was playing the main character. So the majority of the voice work I was doing anyway, it was just where you would have other characters came in like two or three lines. And once they understood the context, it was very easy to, you know, to get someone to do that and, and do it. And, and, and it was, you know, relatively cheap.
0: And once you have that, uh, voices recorded for the script, uh, do you, how, how do you do the editing now?
1: So we have, uh, a person, I think he lives in Malaysia. It's actually a husband and wife team. And so they do the editing for us. So they have the script and the voices and they fit in the voices in based on the script. Um, so they'll do that. They'll send it back. I'll, you know, have a listen. Um, uh, and then if that's approved, then we'll move on to the next step, which is sound effects. So I'll put that in the script as well. Like what sound effects go where they'll do the searching for the sound effects, put them in, I'll see them, I'll prove them. If there's some changes, you know, I'll make the changes myself. And the final step is the, 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 the music. Well, by the way, that's called nishid in, in, in Arabic, uh, the idea of music that's more religious based and kind of doesn't have, uh, may not have our instruments. So yeah, that's the last step.
0: Yeah. So you were still doing, you know, a, a, a lot of work in the, in this process. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of, um, but, but the cool thing is, is that it's the work that's, I want to say enjoyable. Yes. You know, because a lot of times we, you know, we're caught up in the, like the accounting and the, <laughs> like, the, you know, maybe some people like marketing, but for me, it's like, ah, it's another hassle. But, you know it's the creative part is is i feel like the most enjoyable part you know yeah.
0: so so what i notice is uh, you're basically you're doing you're making the creative decisions yeah you yeah. know the the, the storyline the script where like uh, what what kind of sound effect and music to add yeah. where yeah. and the 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 rest the production uh, yeah. part of the work that that you can outsource
1: yep yep exactly the
0: brain work is harder to outsource yeah. <laughs>
1: Harder, but maybe more enjoyable, yes. <laughs> I don't know, you know, <laughs> it's just the little, um, you know, like editing, I'm not a big fan of, I don't not, I don't enjoy editing. I don't think anyone really would enjoy editing, but cause it's little, like for me, the other thing is when I'm editing, I'm listening to my own voice and I'm not a big fan of my own voice. For some odd, I just, it's weird, right? So, so for me to listen to my voice so many times over and over again, I'm like, wow, I sound this annoying, you know? <laughs> to my wife, I you know, I'm like, I'm sorry. She's like, for what? I'm like, you have to listen to this all the
0: time. <laughs> well, you have a wonderful voice, you know? Uh, I
1: appreciate that. I appreciate but that. I,
0: I I understand, like, uh, if you're hearing this all the time from yourself, yeah. then then yeah. you may have a different uh, view. But, yeah. you know, you have a great voice. voice that's Thank what you. I'm saying. Thank you. So, um, so, so, so do you, do you actually, so when you have the first, uh, uh first episode, yeah. first track, mm-hmm. um, did you start selling the series or, um, did you do any pre-sale or did you finish the entire series and start selling?
1: No, no. So, so what happened was, was the, 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 the original se- I guess you can call it series or episodes. It was, um. I was trying to have my kids exposed to the, the, the prophet Muhammad peace be upon him, right. And his story. And the, the, the challenge that I found is that when someone would narrate the story, it would either be overly academic where there were words that were just so complex that I'd have to pause the, the, you know, the the story every five minutes and explain what is motif, right. What, what is quintessential? What (laughs) is, and I'm just like, okay, this is crazy. Like I can't keep doing this. Um, that was number one, and number two, I found that my my kids weren't as engaged. Perhaps because of the the academic language, because there were concepts that they were just not really getting that were more advanced level. And mind you, this was a, a you know the, the way the, sto- the the story is told is um, from the narrator I was using. You know, it was for adults. It wasn't really for children. Mm-hmm. Um, I figured, you know what? Let me do something where I can engage my kids. Uh, and what I'll do to that, I'll 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 add an element of you know, uh, time travel. Um, you know, at the time we were all really into, uh, Marvel movies, right? So (laughs) this is before, uh, infinity war and end game. And those were just, those were far away from this point, but we were really, like, I was really into it. I thought it was cool. My kids really liked it. So, so I wanted something that would be, uh, that would kind of model that not entirely, but because I understood that that was, that was kind of their mindset that I wanted to move that mindset over and then bring the, the life of the prophet Muhammad peace be upon him alive for them with that sort of mindset. So I recorded one episode and I played it for them and they loved it, you know, so I did the recording. uh, I played it for them. They thought it was cool. And then they started telling some of their friends, I think, and then their friends, parents contacted me. It's like, can you send us some of the episodes as you record them? You know? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, uh, so parents started to enjoy it. And then I figured, you know, uh, maybe this would be something that would be worth monetizing, you know? And and it's something that if that's something that I can do and I can monetize it, I can actually do more instead of just whenever I get, a, you know, time to do it. Right. Uh, this would be something where I would make time to do it, you know? Um, so that's basically where it started. And then uh, way back when, uh, before we found you guys at Soundwise, we used to actually email out the MP3 file <laughs> with this clunky website where we had a PayPal link and they would pay for it and then I would manually send them an email. It was terrible, you know? Um, but then, you know, over time we learned and we, we streamlined things, you know, I mean, uh, my sound wise helped a lot. I mean, it was great. It was like, wow, this is perfect. So I was really happy to find you guys actually. <laughs> <laughs> so then we moved stuff over to, over to the sound wise app and it was great.
0: Yeah. So, uh, when you started selling the series, yeah. you mentioned it was, it started as a pre-sale. Mm-hmm. So how so, did you, how did you do that pre-sale?
1: So what I was, so initially what we said with the way we sold it was enjoy, uh, 52 weeks, um, with the prophet Muhammad. Mm-hmm. So in other words, they would buy a year's worth of audio and then I would just weekly have to record it. Right. Again, the challenge was I didn't, I, I was very, um, naive in terms of how long these episodes would take.
0: Right.
1: So that one year period actually stretched a lot longer. <laughs> it took me a lot longer to do that, you know? Um, but that's basically how we did that pre-sale was, you know, that every week we're going to deliver an episode to you, you know, even though the episodes weren't recorded as of yet. So, so, which so, was again, now if, uh, if I look back, I would have definitely maybe done a season and uh-huh. then, even if I was going to release it week by week, I would have it complete before I, or at least a majority of it complete before I released it.
0: So that pre-sale is for the entire five seasons?
1: Yeah, because it was, initially it wasn't even seasons. Like we didn't divide into seasons until yeah. later. Yeah. Um, so I think the price point was $155 for... Um, the entire. The entire. Actually, I think it was more than that. And we, we would discount it down to 155 uh, for the entire 52, which ended up being 54 episodes. But anyway, we kind of said the bonus two or something at the end. But, um, so we would, we sold that as just a, it's as one package. Um, and then we started getting emails from people saying, Hey, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's out of our affordability. Um, you know, is there something a little more affordable? Could we pay over time? Mm-hmm. So we experimented with, with like payment plans and things like that. And then we realized, you know what, it's better if we just kind of, you know divided into seasons, and that'll help us with in terms of you know releasing them on time and things like that, so then we went back and then kind of divided into seasons, and that's how we got our five seasons so
0: I see yeah so initially, when you were selling them as uh you know one chunk, yeah uh, who are you selling them to
1: so a lot of um I think, again, it was a lot of parents that wanted their kids to to be engaged with with the life story of the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. And um, it was basically, a lot of it was personal contact. Um, there was a a blogger um, who blogs on homeschooling. She's, you know, she's a mom. I think she has three kids, if I'm not mistaken. And when she heard it, she loved it. And she did a post on it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, which then just, then sales just went, like berserk because <laughs> I was like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> and so, uh, so she posted about it, and then we established an affiliate relationship with her, uh, for a little while. Uh, and then we, you know, gave her a percentage of our sales. Was um, that
0: so? At, at what point was the uh, in, in the production process was that?
1: I want to say we had probably finished two seasons by then, okay. if I'm not mistaken.
0: So, so we already so- had a yeah. When you were finishing the when you were as you were finishing the content for the yeah. entire which is now five seasons. Yeah. Uh you were selling them initially as a whole package. As a whole you continue, package. and you continue yeah. to sell them as a whole package. Yep. I see. Yep.
1: Yep. And so I, I don't remember when we actually decided let's make this into seasons. I don't know if that was Maybe by the time we got to third season, when we're like, wait a minute, <laughs> like we need to just divide this up and kind of sell it more piecemeal, A, to make it easier for people and B, to, to give us a better grasp on getting this stuff out on time. Um, I'm not sure when that decision was made, but, you know, we just, so uh, well, maybe it was third season or so.
0: I think that's a great idea. Uh, no. it, you know, it gives people a taste. Of yeah. uh, what, what things are like, you know, initially when you have the first season, right. especially f- for, for, for fiction stories. Yeah. Uh, once people, you know, once people read the first book, they want to know what happens next. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that was the other thing. Like I, uh, I had studied a little bit about, uh, creative story, te- creative storytelling and, you know, kind of incorporating things like cliffhangers at the end of each episode. So that was something that I was incorporating as well. Just kind of that's that process of how to write stories or tell stories. Uh, that was going along as well. Sorry. I know you just mentioned that. So I just, it just came to my head, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
0: that, that's a, that's something, you know, that's something good to keep in mind, especially, yeah. you know, for audio stories, uh, yeah. that are fictional. Yeah. Um, so when, so now you have these uh, five seasons for your first, uh, for, for your first uh, series. Would you say like, um, for the most, do you know, like, uh, for the most time, do people buy single seasons or buy the whole package? Like what's the, well, portion I mean,
1: wise? what's interesting, what's interesting is that even though we divide it up into seasons, we actually have more sales for the whole package. Yeah. Um, you know, we do have, so, so, you know, people will buy, it. there are some people that buy it season by season. Yeah. Uh, but most people still buy it as the whole kind of all five seasons, one package. But, but they,
0: but they, yeah. do, do they buy it right off the bat or have they had already some exposure to the content?
1: Oh, oh, okay. No. So we yeah. offer free episodes I so see. people can listen to the episodes. And obviously we, you know, the kind of the, 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 the typical, um, marketing funnel you can say is there, right? So it's like, Hey, here's a free episode. Um you know it's it's if you know you can you can you can get the series if you don't like it you can you know you you get a refund all of those things which kind of you know move someone along to to get the series you know um and 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 i'm very I'm very sincere about that as well like if you really don't like the series and you don't need to be paying for it you know and um so um but to be honest we've had a very very low rate of refunds <laughs> like compared to generally how series go yeah. and how other products and things like that. Like I was expecting a lot more to be a lot more refunds to be issued and we just <laughs> haven't had it. You know, the, 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 main thing someone may say is, Oh, my child is too young mm-hmm. and I'll just buy it later. And what's really interesting is that they will actually two years later, <laughs> come back and be like, I'd like the series now, you know? Um, so, uh, you know, so th- just that, the, the the general funnel is you know we you know you get a free episode uh, on, on from various series so each series I think has a free episode attached to it if I'm not mistaken you know you get to listen to the series uh, we'll send you a follow up email like hey what did you think of the series more importantly what did your kids think of the series um, and you know and we'll offer incentives as well you know here's a here's a coupon code uh, that's you know obviously we have limitation on time you know, again these are like marketing one one type uh, uh, type ideas that we've, we've placed in in our funnels and things like that so
0: so how do you decide when to give people a sale
1: um so in 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 the funnel itself what we do is like if once they get the let's say the second or third email where we're reminding them we'll say if you haven't gotten it yet well here is a discount code uh that will activate for 24 hours right and that you can use it now
0: so right? basically you have uh, free episodes in each of the series and people sign up for those free episodes. Yep. And that's when they enter your email funnel. Funnel, Yeah. And then you remind them to make the actual purchase.
1: Yeah. About maybe the third email in. So maybe the, the first email is just like, Hey, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Second email is like, how are things going? What did you like about the episode? And, um, and then by the third email, we're like, Hey, you know, if you still haven't gotten the episode, or you're still on the fence about it, mm-hmm. here's a discount code—a discount code to, uh, to you know, maybe these aren't the right words, but to to push you along <laughs> so that you'll buy it, basically.
0: Yeah. So, so how do you know? Uh, does your email software correctly identify whether people have actually purchased or not?
1: Yeah, yeah. So we use Mailchimp. Yeah. Um, and so MailChimp does a pretty good job, um, because we've integrated MailChimp with, uh, Shopify. Yeah. And so both of those working in tandem, uh, and, and by the way, I don't actually do a lot of this myself. We actually have our, our marketer who does that. So initially when I was sending them out by email, I was doing all that myself,
0: Yeah. but now,
1: um, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't really think marketing is, is my strong suit. Yeah. So we have a marketing like company that does that for us. Um, so as far as I know, when, 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 we're developing, when we were developing these things, they use MailChimp, uh, and they integrate it with Shopify. And so we know, you know, what exactly the results are, you know, I'm able to basically download a report from both Shopify and MailChimp and to say, okay, well, you know, how is how is the funnel going? Um, we use Facebook ads as well. Mm-hmm. So we're able to see, okay, well, which ad is working, which ad should we just retire? You know, right. uh, you asked the question about how do we know when to issue, to, to, to do sales. Yes. Because we will do like flash sales and things like that. Um, so typically we, we try to do it, let's say maybe like once a month um, where, because now we've gotten a number of influencers that help yeah. us out on Instagram and Facebook, like we'll let them know, we give them a discount code uh, for their, uh, for their followers. Um, and uh, you know, so we'll do it, let's say, maybe at least like once a month. Um in addition to that we'll look at like when would people most likely be listening to them. So let's say before certain breaks like winter break, spring break, um for Muslims we look at that like before Ramadan.
0: Yeah.
1: Um or before the Hajj season, which is where the pilgrimage and so we're basically you know strategically looking at when will uh, when will people actually a when will they when will they need them? Yeah. Uh, and that's when we try to offer the sale. So.
0: So, like, uh, in terms of the, uh, you know, delivery technology wise. Yeah. You have you're, you're making your sales. You're uh, making your sales, uh, from your Shopify store. Yep. And, uh, uh, after people make, uh, after people purchase the audio is delivered, uh, using Soundwise. Yep. And then you have, uh, for people who sign up for free episodes. It's yes. uh, from, from your website, Shopify website. Yep. And then it, they are entering your MailChimp email list and yep. with uh, some marketing messages delivered. Yep.
1: Yep. That's it.
0: <laughs> so uh, wh- where does the, wh- where does the majority of the new listeners come from these days?
1: Um, let's see. Majority would probably be, I would say uh, the Facebook ads. Is, is a big one and then influencers on Instagram. So those are our two main areas. And obviously there's word of mouth that is there as well. You know, a lot of people that just, you know, like in my kids school and stuff like that, yeah. but mainly our Facebook ads and, uh, our influencers on Instagram. Those are our two main sources.
0: So, uh, you're, uh, like, uh, how many affiliates would you say you have on, on Instagram?
1: Uh, um, I want to say at least five or six. So five or six at least. And, you know, I I think we, and uh, so when I say five or six, I mean, five or six consistent affiliates. Yes. Some affiliates, you know, sometimes they'll be, they'll, 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 they'll promote it. Sometimes they won't just depending on whatever, you know, factors that have going on, but consistently, I would say like five or six.
0: Do you actively look for affiliates?
1: I should (laughs) because <laughs> our marketing team our marketing team constantly says that we we really should. So yeah, our marketing team is always telling us like can you please reach out to more affiliates? You have, you know, you you have a pretty good profile yourself and because you're the person that's running the show here, it's much easier for you to reach out to them or it'd be better for you to reach out to them. So, um I've been falling behind in that, so I need to do more of that, but um but initially Um, you know, we, we actually had some affiliates reach out to us, which was just people that enjoyed the episodes and they, and they saw the results of their kids enjoying the episodes. So they reached out and said, Hey, can we, can we promote it? Um, and a lot of, a lot of them said, we're not, we don't want anything in in return, which was interesting, you know? And then we offered it to them to, Hey, no, we have an affiliate program. So, you know, we, we would like to offer you something in return. Um, and so that's a lot of, that's a lot of, a lot of them. That's how they jumped on board as our I affiliates.
0: See, I see. Yep. Um, uh, so in terms of Facebook ads, are these, uh, regular that you're regularly running?
1: Yep. They're, they're, we're regularly running them. Um, so we have like a one, we have, we have a, a few just regular ads. And then we have, I think two video ads that we run, um, which, um, I think this month we'll probably be updating some of the video ads as well. So yeah, those are this consistent ads that we're running. And it's never like an, I mean, we, we tried to do an ad for a sale, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't very effective. So now we just limit the ads to like, Hey, just check this out, you know, and give, you know, a kind of a, a glimpse of the story and, and, you know, and, and, and the character, et cetera. So,
0: so the ads is advertising for the free uh, episodes you're offering or, or advertising yeah. for the paid product.
1: No, the free episodes. Just download this and check it out. You know, and then from there, that's, you know, that's where we, where we get people to enter the funnel. So,
0: and, and, uh, how, like, what's your, like, say monthly budget for your Facebook ads right now?
1: Um, so our, uh, I want to say anywhere between 600 to a thousand. So it's not a lot. Um, we can always definitely do a lot more, but I would say that generates, let's say about 150 to 200 uh, signups a month. Uh, when I say signups, I don't mean someone that just gets the free episode, but I mean someone that is part of our email list and is part of the funnel and they haven't like unsubscribed or anything like that. Yeah. So a lot of times what happens is even if they're not buying as part of the funnel, uh, they may have seen on our Instagram that we offer sales and they may wait. And so when we hit those sales again, once a month or sometimes twice a month, it's that those those 100, 150 people that we're getting from the Facebook ads, uh, in addition to the the Instagram influencers that give us those uh, those sales numbers. So,
0: so so what do you what do you think of the Facebook ad uh, strategy or method? Do you think it's something that's worth doing for as independent uh, creators?
1: Um, I think. I think it is definitely, I mean, it does bring in sales. So there's no question about that. And, and there are, and the sales do outstrip the amount that you're spending on it. So mm-hmm. that's, uh, I would definitely recommend it. The only thing is, is, um, you may need to find someone that knows about Facebook ads if you don't know about it, or you may need to study it yourself. Right. Right. Um, we were fortunate enough to have, uh, a good marketing team, you know, outside marketers. Uh, they didn't charge too much. And um, and they were able to help us put together some ads. Now, mind you, I, I did I did a lot of the ads myself, meaning the voiceover, the video clips, and things like that. Because again, we were working on a budget. Yeah. Um, uh, but again, the the actual you know how to do the Facebook ads, what what age groups to target, the targeting, the cost per click, and all that sort of uh, marketing lingo that they use. That was all them. You know, we just kind of. I just did what kind of what they told me, like, this is what we need from you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's definitely worth it. I would say that. But again, I, I don't know if it's something that I would necessarily want to spend time on, or is it just something that if you find the right marketing firm, they can help you, you know? Uh, we went the marketing firm route, and again, probably just because I was strapped for time. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you ever try uh running ads for actual for the actual paid audio series?
1: We did. And they didn't it wasn't very wasn't very effective. Right. So we tried the paid audio series, um, but it just it didn't give us the same results. So we kind of moved over to the model where we have them as part of the funnel, free episode, and then we have the sales, you know, on, on a monthly basis. So
0: and how about the uh later story series that you put out. Uh for for the new newer ones like the one you did uh, last year the best generation. Sure. So Yes, yeah,
1: so we sorry, yeah. go ahead.
0: So so where 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 does the where does the audience come from for those ones? So
1: the good thing is, is that with the best generation a lot of the audience we already had because of a year with the profit. Yes, them, right? Yes. So a lot of them because they liked a year with the profit so much they immediately jumped on with uh, the best generation or even before that we had the, the, the the game changer of Aqsa, which is the Salahuddin series. And um, we had, uh, you know, the the other series on um, uh, uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus and so on and so forth. So they would just kind of, a lot of that was historical people that had bought the series before. Um, But with that said, with the best generation, we actually did Facebook ads specifically for that as well. Um, Only because the, the story was a bit time sensitive because yes. we're talking about the coronavirus yes. and everyone's experiencing it. So you, we definitely wanted to capitalize on that. So,
0: so, so again, you give people a free yep. episode from yep. the best generation. Yep.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah. So s- similar thing. It's just uh, we just had the ads targeting more of the the story based on the coronavirus and kind of the research and all of that stuff that goes into the story. So,
0: so, what's your plan for this year? Uh, for for uh, content wise.
1: <laughs> this year, uh, we've got a lot planned. Mm-hmm. Uh, so currently we're working on something called the Muslim Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in Islam, we believe in Jesus as well. The story is a little bit different. Um, and so just to give, uh, young people, uh, you know, an understanding of who we believe Jesus was, we have the Muslim Jesus, which is three seasons long. Um, so we've started to work on that. Uh, we've got, uh, I think in, by the time Ramadan hits, which is around April 12th, yeah. we've got another major companion of the Prophet Muhammad. Uh, one of his main was named Abu Bakr. So he'll be, we'll be releasing that series in the month of Ramadan. Uh, then after that, uh, another companion and then the story of Moses, which will be a lot like the Prophet Muhammad series because it's, there's so much material that is in the islamic tradition about the prophet moses mm-hmm. uh both from our source text and so that'll probably take up the the, the entire rest of 2021 uh into 2022 so i'm excited i it's, it's that it's, this a sounds a lot
0: that sounds a lot of uh, you know uh, new new creation happening on, on yeah. your side yeah and you know it is the funny thing you mentioned, your refund rate is, uh, sup- to you is surprisingly low.
1: Right. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, yeah.
0: you know, it's a, uh, it, it, but you know, it's a, uh, probably other people look at this as they find no surprise because your content is really, uh, very well done. And, you know, as, as we talk about, I think listeners can tell like how much effort and thoughts and the creative energy has been the, Right. Put into these series. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, if people check out your, you know, uh, guys, if you have, uh, the opportunity to check out, I has, uh, uh, some of the free episodes on Soundwise, you can see like, uh, each of their episodes is, uh, has like, uh, hundreds, if not thousands of comments. And yeah. <laughs> like people very, very excited about yeah, these I mean, stories.
1: It's, it's always fun to, to get, uh, feedback from people, and especially like young listeners, you know, because at the end of the day, it's not, it's not really the, the adults that I'm worried about or that I'm yes. really targeting. It's really the, the young people, right? And so that younger audience, you know, you know, from six all, all the way up to like 16, 17 that they're listening to the episodes and they're able to benefit. Uh, like we got an email the other day and it's, and the, the, it was from a mother and she said that, that she had noticed that as her daughter was listening to the episode, she's tried to uh, incorporate a lot of the things she was learning. So she went to her mom and she said, Hey mom, you know, I have this allowance. I'd like to give half of that in, in charity, mm. you know? And she said, it almost brought tears to my eyes because that's the type of people we want to have, you know, as part of our society, right. To make yeah. society in general better, you know? Um, and so things like that, that's what just, you know, you get emails like that. It just, it, it, it's, it's another great motivation and drive, uh, you know, to, to get these stories out to people and especially young listeners. So I'm always, uh, happy and excited, you know, with, with these stories. So,
0: well, if I had, I, I can't wait to see what kind of new stories are you're bringing out uh, this year and for years to come. Uh, thank you so much
1: no, thank for you. joining
0: us in the audio creator school.
1: Uh, thank you so much. It was really nice.